This is a robbery. This is a robbery. I'm robbing you right now. Uh, I don't have any money. Um, I, who said I wanted your money? I don't want your <gasps> money. I want all the fries in this establishment. Bring out the fries. What? Our fries? Your fries. Did, you, did I stutter? <gasps> I was wondering why you were dressed in stripes. Uh, don't you know who I am? I am. Who? The Hamburglar. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Easy Mode, everyone. That is Delay Dale. She's going to steal your fries, but she's the Hamburglar. So. I, that's correct. And that is Henry K. He said he has no money, and that is true. And this is <laughs> this is Easy Mode, the gaming podcast. Uh, so <laughs> that was a role play because mm -hmm. we, this whole episode, is all about GTA, the history, the future, and all of the role plays. Plays? Yes. Playing? <laughs> role, play, role players. Players, perhaps. yes. Yeah. Um, yes, this week we're going to be talking about the history of GTA, um, everything that happens at the role play server, and some recent... GTA 6 announcements. Mm -hmm. um, we're starting to take you from the beginning to the end of GTA sort of history, to more like on the development side, less about the games themselves. Um, mm -hmm. History of the franchise, I guess, is how we should do it. Fran franchise, French fries, perhaps. <laughs> Maybe that's the whole inspiration behind, behind this intro. One thing to note, nothing was officially announced for GTA 6, so everything is a rumor or everything mm -hmm. has been leaked that we have gathered via our internet searches. Um, so I would like to, you know... I'd, I'd like to I'd like to take a drive. You want to take a drive? Let's take a drive down the streets of easy mode. Sound good? I like Let's that. Let's get started. <laughs> All right. Everyone knows Grand Theft Auto sort of what it is today. Um, but I want to get everyone into where it got started because as we were sort of creating and thinking about episodes and this became a possible potential title for us or a topic for an episode um we started doing a little research into like the origins of the game and i was like wow this really started off at a very different place than where it is now um and i kind of want to get into that if that's okay with you dale i mean yeah totally it's not like i have it the... better be <laughs> out of control <laughs> we're equal here <laughs> um great so basically grand theft auto the entire series is a series of action-adventure games. Um, the series itself has a lot of games, but I'm just going to go over the sort of the main series titles. Um, there's, like, small spin-offs. There's, like, I guess, like, I don't know if I want to say DLC, exactly what I want to call it, but, like, um, like branch-off games. Uh, but we're going to go over the main series titles today. Um, but just a little bit about the games. Uh, Grand Theft Auto are games created by David Jones and Mike Daly. Um, later, they were developed under Dan and Sam Hauser and Leslie Bennett's basically developed under a British development house called Rockstar North, which is um, published by its parent company, which we are all, probably are all more familiar with called Rockstar Games. Um, Grand Theft Auto, it's named after the crime of Grand Theft Auto, which is basically stealing a car, uh, which if you've played Grand Theft Auto, you know it's something you do very frequently in that game. Mm -hmm. uh, now, Grand Theft Auto 1 really i was so shocked to like see visuals from the game and like sort of understand how it worked but it's like not the series as we know it today um the first uh, grand theft auto was originally released for windows pc um mm -hmm. in 1997 and it was later ported into playstation and this is gonna be weird uh the game boy color oh uh, what yes huh. so basically the first grand theft auto is a 2d top-down bird's eye view camera 
of like a city and uh-huh. you play as a criminal um, who has to complete jobs involving theft, robbery, assault. I mean, basically the main core of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, new missions you acquire by answering public telephones, which is an element that has been in the games throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, and the gameplay is sort of based around points and you need a certain amount of points to complete levels, use points to purchase like items available in the game. And then like as you progress, the games become a lot more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, players uh, can use like a variety of different ways to accomplish it. Um, and uh, shocking enough, even this first game had a lot of like uh, cheat codes, which I don't feel like we really see anymore very frequently uh-huh. um, to help uh, players surpass like the challenging areas. Um, uh-huh. Yes, this Grand Theft Auto also was slated to release as um, Grand Theft Auto 64 for Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. But it never did get released. Um, huh. But the first Grand Theft Auto in like this sort of... Uh, very interesting way, which sort of led it to the way it is now. It sort of began to define the idea of like open world sandbox games because here in this game, there was like there was a fixed point of what you had to accomplish slash go, mm-hmm. but the way you got there, the road to that final point was like up to the player, which was mm-hmm. sort of like very new and like different for the time. Mm-hmm. Um, that- that's really interesting. It's wild, had, right? If you look yeah. at some of the images, it's like you can't. I can't believe that's the Grand Theft Auto we know today. I, I, I'm blown away. Yeah, when you 2D, said the game, over the top. I know. That's yeah. Okay, continue, continue. Because when I think of Grand Theft Auto, sorry, I'm gonna. I said continue. No, you should say it. Um, my brother played a lot of Grand Theft Auto on PlayStation when mm-hmm. we were growing up. So the way you're describing the history, I that's what I know it as. So to think of it as something that before then is completely different. Kind of blows yeah. my mind. Anyway. So, I mean, and that's what I like about episodes like this because, like, we can really dive into how something got to where it is today on how we know it. Because mm-hmm. so many games start from a, as we've learned through these episodes, from a totally different place in origin than where they end up. Totally. Um, so, GTA 2, the next one in the franchise, is the sort of like the, a very unique one in the series. And that's because it's like, it doesn't take place like almost like, within necessarily like today reality it has like a retro futuristic like metropolis and it's called Mm -hmm. like anywhere usa so it's not really super based on any city like a lot of the later games are Mm -hmm. um they divided cities into districts and the game is set in like this non-specified time that's like uh anywhere from like three weeks to the future to like new millennium um Mm -hmm. and people believe it has a lot to do with um the game being released in 1999 and being alive around that time was like the big y2k moment so like there's like this big like technology idea and like those technology themes and like retro future were very prevalent at the time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um now the way this game differentiated from its previous was that had several new features and improvements Players mm-hmm. could now save their games, which wasn't really an option before. Um, as they play through a level, they visit a church, which like safe houses and stuff yeah, came yeah. out later in, in the later games. Yeah. Um, but you have to pay your points in the game. You have to like earn the save, which is really, really interesting. I can't imagine um, like playing a, a key. So for like Roblox or whatever, there's no saving or like Dark Souls. Like the, yeah. that makes sense. But like in a GTA that you had to like earn to save, that's wild to me. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this also came off with uh, there was three different syndicates. Um, mm-hmm. So this game, each level featured unique syndicates alongside a third syndicate. They were always there. Um, and basically you do jobs for them, which raised your reputation with them, but made other syndicates your enemies. So it sort of brought in this like um, relationship system. Um, so, you know, you do something for this syndicate. Um, those syndicates became hostile, so not as great. Um, it made some vehicle improvements as well, and this mm-hmm. is where the game 
I think first started to get similar that GTA as we know it today feel. Mm-hmm. Um, in this game, the civilians and the cars and the environments became a lot more interactive to your game. So there'd be like gang members fighting with police, and there'd be the presence of other criminals like muggers. Uh, you would have a this is the first time you had a health meter. Mm-hmm. Uh, previously, you were one hit unless you had um, a bulletproof vest or I mm-hmm. believe the body armor. It's what they called it. Um, and then here you can modify vehicles for improvements. Uh, they mm-hmm. also had some side missions that helped you earn points, like uh, doing a taxi, which is still in other games, uh, driving a semi truck, and like delivering hidden packages across the level. Wow! Um, so you really see some of those like defining elements really coming in GTA Two, which is different because it's such a you different um, entry into like the main series franchise games. Um, still two D at this part though; it's not three dimensional yet. This is wild that it's still two D. Yeah. No. It's crazy how far we've come. Yeah. So funny enough, on GTA 3 or Grand Theft Auto 3, it is the first 3D game in the franchise. <laughs> Do you think um, they did it on purpose? <laughs> Do you they think they might have done a little thing for it? <laughs> I would have been like Grand Theft Auto 3D. Actually, that's, that would be really cheesy. I love how you but put up 3 twice and you're like 6. Three, 6? No, 6 is, 6 is my section. 6 is my section. Um. So Grand Theft Auto 3 is the first 3D game in the series. It used Criterion Games as renderware as the game engine. So a totally different game engine. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we know, game engines bring a lot of opportunity in life to create games and make them different. Mm-hmm. Um, but they always knew they wanted to move to 3D. Uh, they had started to do some tests while developing Grand Theft Auto 2 and experimented with 3D worlds and like even 3D games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with the release of PlayStation 2, as we know, that was a big jump in technology for gaming. Uh, so the team felt like the large 3D world was possible and they that's when they decided to uh, move forward with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wanted to make it they wanted it to make Grand Theft Auto feel less like something you played, but somewhere you live. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they were designing the game, uh, they expanded on concepts introduced in previous games. So like um, the freedom and diversity of the world existing. So like the pedestrian aspects, the mm-hmm. um, sort of the world sort of existing and you're just a part of it. Um, now they use, because PlayStation, PlayStation um, could play like the DVD element, mm-hmm. um, they use that sort of element to help pack more into their games mm-hmm. um though it was still challenging at the time the game did have some issues um it was a large large game for what it is uh, but their big big focus and the reason they wanted to do it was they wanted to create a living city and that's the mm-hmm. underlying principle in the game concept sort of like the world is existing and active around you mm-hmm. um and that was like a big mission for the game which i think is an element they've kept from three forward wow. um yeah um, they did have a lot of difficulties converting the whole game into a 3D world. A lot of it has to do with the sound and the radiozations, um, as well as like voicing non-player characters. Um, at the time, there was about... Um, the producer says that there was like 8,000 lines of recorded dialogue for Grand Theft Auto 3. 8,000? Um, 8,000. But, 8, 8, but oh one of the God. audio programmers was mm-hmm. like, actually, it was about 18,000 lines of uh, recorded audio. Actually. <laughs> yes. And then... Um, this is That's when a lot crazy. of like the elements mm-hmm. of the game really came to work together. So like um, the car jockey mechanic is like, this was when that force was introduced. Um, mm-hmm. They were like, it was like, st- I mean, it's like the streaming elements. Like, so like, I guess like the DVD function, I don't really quite understand it, but mm-hmm. um, it was reserved. Like when you play music in your cars and your map geometry, that was all sort of like there. So like, that's how they sort of get those elements into the game mm-hmm. um, while this game being so large on like a PlayStation two. Wow. 
yeah so like they were making a, lo- a lot of technological like improvements and changes to the game and like that was a big big shift for them was gta 3 and um, i will say what a great shift for them because it only skyrockets get it rocket because mm-hmm. the Rock. you know what i was making a joke but yeah <laughs> um but yeah big 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 now mm-hmm. next one is another the next one was gta san andreas um and then this is where they're saying they added a completely new level of detail where like the models and buildings and everything can be like loaded in as the players moves around the map as opposed mm-hmm. to like um it used to be like you'd have to go between islands for that area to load. It's like there'd be like a cut loading screen from mm-hmm. when you went to one set to another. Mm-hmm. Here, it was more based on where the character was and whether it went around. Um, yeah, basically, uh, they were able to fit a lot more in with a smaller memory footprint. So like it would clip the distances. Uh, mm-hmm. Distances for cars and pedestrians were increased. So everything would be a lot more visible and rendered for you as you explored your game. Um, San Andreas is based, um, it's technically like a six and six kilometer range. So like a very, very large map. Mm -hmm. Um, but you're not restricted to any area of the map. There was a lot of open space to sort of explore and sort of figure out. Um, and then they really made a big upgrade to the pedestrians in this game. They were going to be more reactive to anything the player does. Um, oh. So, like, they would comment on your physical appearance. You played a CJ in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. They Mm -hmm. would comment on your physical appearance and like they said one of the things was like if you got a, a stupid haircut one of the lines was like uh they would just say you look stupid <laughs> <laughs> um this game introduced swimming which was a big feature in grand theft auto which is so interesting to see that l- so much later in the franchise yeah. um swimming? that was that was yeah swimming yeah. Oh, okay and, and that was introduced in san andreas fans had been asking for it so they were like yeah mm-hmm. um i love how they listen to what the fans wanted like the fans were like i want this we're like okay we bet we're gonna put it in and like I find games that do that are very successful. And so, yes. I love so that. basically people were like, we're tired of driving off bridges and drowning. Like we'd like to like get out of our car and survive. Yeah. Cause um, you so. should, if it's, they're trying to make it a little bit realistic or like, you yeah. know, kind of have that like escape reality. Uh, you should be able to swim. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So it gave an element of a lot, a lot more realism to the game, a lot more options. So mm-hmm, that was mm-hmm. really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so this game is sort of like where I guess like, I, GTA has like these sort of like crazy things that sort of happen sometimes. And like a lot of this really started around the San Andreas time. Um, mm-hmm. And there was like really rare events occurred at only certain times. So like this is the game that had like that viral Bigfoot uh, spottings. And at yeah. this time it wasn't like how we do where we like would post clips really easily yeah. to the internet when you see something. But so like people would be like, oh, I saw Bigfoot in GTA. And it was like, what? Um, so like there's like <laughs> these rare events in games that would happen at certain times. And uh you know, it's hard to identify when and where and how and why those things happen. And San Andreas was sort of like the first one to set that precedent for the franchise. I, and that was such an iconic game. Right? You know, people have still mentioned and still talk about mm-hmm. at the, the shift of San Andreas. I love yes. It. Um, now, the one after San Andreas was GTA Vice City. And Vice City, I remember super, super well. Um, so many people loved and um, this was developed around 2001. So every one of these games was developed right after the release of the other. So like as soon as they released one, mm-hmm. development for the next one had already started, which I thought was really, really interesting. Um, wow. They it's released. Like they, uh, sorry to interrupt. It's almost like no. they just know that the game is just going to be so successful. Like to just know that like, hey, the game's out. We're going to start planning for the next one. They don't even like give it time to just like have its moment and uh, yeah. like see how the success is. Like they're like, no, I know. And they just go like, that's 
I like that. Yeah, they just immediately were started <laughs> I, that, going. Yeah, I like that. Um, I think there's some success and some detriment to that like sort of planning idea. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm actually going to touch on that a little bit later on. But oh, okay. uh, Vice City um, was originally not going to be a standalone game. It was originally going to be, I guess, the idea of like um, a almost like a DLC for Grand Theft Auto 3. Okay. Um, and like and maybe San Andreas. Um, it was uh, originally, it's because it's so themed. So this takes place in like the 1980s, like Miami. Uh, the vibe is sort of different. The time period is sort of different. So it was originally just to be more like cosmetic and changey, like that weapons, cars that were a different style. Mm-hmm. But it got developed into like a whole full new game. At the time, this was Rockstar's most expensive game with a budget of $5 million. Yeah. Um, so they developed it into a full, full game. Um, Capcom published the game in Japan. Uh for PlayStation 2, and then the game was added to Rockstar's game launcher September 2019. The game orig- is very inspired by uh, movies like Scarface, Carlito's Way, um, and like this television series, of course, Miami Vice, which mm-hmm. also influenced the title. Um, mm-hmm. The team actually traveled to, a lot of the team traveled to Miami to like see the city, see the towns, and like really get inspired for the environment and like the mood and atmosphere for the game. Um, So a lot of influence for this game, which was visually a very unique entry in the series, very like colorful, bright, um, had like a slight, like, well, they all have a slight comedic element to it, but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this one just felt very like stylized, which was new in the series. I I like this, like going on location to do research for the game. You know, it's like, no, I'm at work. I, I just can't just imagine them. Obviously, they're working, but they're going to see these cities. It's like for work. I'm like, sign me up for that kind of job. I know. How freaking fun with that. But like, oh, I got to go walk around. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, no, I'm just mapping. I need to experience this. Yeah. It's going to be in the game. Like, oh, you know, I love it. Um, and so from Vice City, uh, we went to GTA 4. So GTA 4 was a big, big shift in um, the game style and like intention. And I'm going to touch on something which is going to be related to yours mm-hmm. with gta 4 but um i'll wait on that so gta 4 had an extremely complex plot and it had a lot a lot of characters mm-hmm. um and it's the first it was like the first like hd that game that they had and this the first game in the entry um in the franchise where the decisions you made as a player um had plot consequences oh um, so wow. it wasn't like a one-way sort of thing yeah. so you sort of like dictated what was going to happen based on um, what you decided in the game. Um, this game, GTA 4, had a big shift. Um, it became a lot more realistic and detailed in the, the style and tone. So mm-hmm. um, the crime elements and everything along those lines was just a lot more uh, real. Um, it was the first game to have a protagonist that was not American. And mm-hmm. this game was also one of the, um, to more overtly um, have like a very like critical take of American culture. Uh, more than any game of the entry so far so uh there was a lot of like critiques about life about capitalism Mm -hmm. um they're like what is the uh, even on the game it said what is the american dream game american dream mean today um the main character is cynical about the united states saying um capitalism is a dirty business and only the greedy and born into wealthy have opportunity um there's also a lot of criticism on um and like parodying and like a satire on like post 9-11 hysteria um being obsessed with celebrities and a lot of like the big issues that the united states faces as a country mm-hmm. uh, and the reason i thought that this is really important is you'll i'm sure you'll touch on this on the next one but um 
with the GTA 6 announcement, everyone's like, oh, the game is too woke. It's too political. It's too this. I'm like, this is the games have been doing this. Like, no, they this isn't new. Like mm-hmm. most games and art and things that are being made are commentary. And like this yes. has always been that except and then GTA 4 was the first sort of like extent just because you didn't realize it doesn't mean it wasn't there. But mm-hmm. it is there like the whole I mean, the game features an immigrant coming to an America like people don't want to acknowledge what is in plain sight, you know, and people just kind of have this uh, <laughs> for lack of a better term, like this dirty mindset. Like they just like turn a blind eye like it wasn't there, but it was maybe they just yeah. don't want to acknowledge their privilege or like how things have benefited them while, the, while they're playing a game that is like commenting on these things. So, yeah, that, and maybe they don't notice cool. it because maybe they, they don't. don't live it. It's just like kind of a little bit ignorant, but if you do, if you it open is. your mind to other things like a different people's experiences, then you will really learn more about the whole world and the American yeah. dream. Is it even real or is it dead? You know, yeah. what is that? Anyway. Exactly. Uh, and then final game in the franchise before we get into your announcement was uh, GTA five. It was um, one of the most eagerly awaited titles released in 2013. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, Super, super highly anticipated to produce. GTA 5 actually released like universal acclaim, holding scores um, of 96 and higher on Metacritic and game rankings, as well as receiving perfect scores from over 30 reviewers. Wow. Um, I know. So no, very, very well received. Really, it, I remember when it came out and my brother got it and everyone was just like, I think they were sold out. Like they, people were having to get like physical copies like back on console. Like they couldn't keep up with the demand of the game, which was wild to me. So this game I even know. to this day still has like a huge impact. Huge audience. Mm-hmm. Um, the game sold um, over 11 million copies and grossed. $800 million on its first day of release, setting many records, eventually making $1 billion within its first day of release. Is that right? $1 billion? $1 yeah, billion? That's the, Holy that's crap. The number. That's the number on this. That's Is that right? There's no point. There's that's Yeah, that's that's multiple commas. That's three commas. Wow. Holy crap. Holy crap. Um, I know. I only just. I'll, I don't know why saying it out loud. I was like, <gasps> "Well, the number is so big because like we yeah. can't. We'll never see that number in I our life." I can't even like you know? fathom it. <laughs> um, so basically, with this game, their um, the like design and goal was to like innovate on the series like structure. So the things that made it the most GTA like, um, this game did differentiate because you did get three lead protagonists instead of one uh, this idea had been going around at rockstar for quite some time um actually since around san andreas uh but um sort of like hardware restrictions software restrictions made it like not super plausible mm-hmm. um so you got to control three um different protagonists simultaneously um and then it was it's really viewed as a spiritual successor to like gta 4 and it had some like red dead directions and max Payne th- red dead redemption in max Payne three elements mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and it was upon sort of like they really just wanted to focus on the core design um gameplay and mechanics um mm-hmm. and really focused on those things at the very very beginning they corrected a lot of the game controls um uh, and sort of just focused on making the game the best that it could be and i think that's probably why it has, it's very successful uh, mm-hmm. i mean gta has some very like fun physics and elements but like yeah. um, that are i think are slightly like, comedic still but i think that's what makes the game itself and so special um but yes i do want to address before we move forward is that gta as a franchise is um not free of controversy um of um things that it should be uh, held accountable for and um it's disrespect of like um 
marginalized people, sex workers, and different races and ethnicities. Um, there's a lot to discuss and be held there. Uh, I didn't want to dive into it too much in this episode because I feel like those kind of things need their own focus and like special attention mm-hmm. um, and like the respect and ideas that it deserves. So I do want to acknowledge that that is something that has been very prevalent in creators, especially recently in the past few years have been very vocal through the franchise, um, but that does exist and it is there. Um, I don't want I'm not going to touch on this episode, but maybe in the later episode, it would be a good time to sort of break a lot of those things down. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm now going to you. First of all, I didn't even know much about gta until we kind of talked about this episode uh so my section here is all about gta 6 highly anticipated what's happening nothing has been confirmed everything that i've looked at is either rumored or a leak though we do have this individual i was reading about so many different articles about gta 6 and this one person's name came up so many times (laughs) notable leaker leaker notable leaker notable like insider Tom Henderson, and I looked at Tom Henderson's Twitter. Tom Henderson is somebody who just tweets about games. He has insider info. I guess people tell him stuff, but he um, was quoted in multiple articles that I read about GTA 6. So everything that I'm going to talk about is either rumored or leaked. Okay. So, okay. This is where we're beginning to begin. Uh, the prediction is Tom has predicted that the game is going to launch between April 2023 and March 2024. Mm. But the way that it might even be pushed to as late as 2025. So the earliest we would wow. see it would be 2023. I don't think they're going to like, I did also see that they're doing a lot more hiring. So it looks like they're trying to get the game to be uh, developed a little bit faster. Um, my concern with the more hiring is how are the developers and uh, the workers being treated? Because, you know, yeah. a game with this much anticipation and this much um, and size and the size, we haven't even started about the size yet. Oh my gosh. Uh, so it's rumored that it'll have a futuristic uh, setting and um, there might even be time travel involved in the next GTA title, which is Ooh. kind of wild. Wow. Um, first controversial leak, uh, first playable female protagonist. Um, some people which is are, so cool. Which is cool. And I did. Some people got really heated about it. I guess this it's is true. woke culture that, <laughs> you know, 20% yeah. of people said, I'm not happy about this. Well, then don't play the game. Um there are also, uh, they said, four different me- playable characters, which is going to be pretty cool. Uh, it's rumored that the GTA 6 map is as large as the Red Dead Redemption 2 map. Um, wow. They have had some leaks about this map, but nothing is confirmed nor denied. So um, I'm really excited to see the map. Um, and apparently it's not going to just be in like one city. It's going to be in a couple. So let me read you these, these That's leaks. That's very cool. These leaks. As someone who's never played Grand Theft Auto... I'm excited to play GTA 6 just based off these leaks, okay? So, heist will only fail if one of the three main characters dies. And uh, gamers can walk away with no cash. So, that's kind of wild. Mm. That if somebody, mm. if they only fail if someone dies. So, cool. Uh, users will have to use airports to access Carcer City, Liberty City from the Vice City Airport. So, there's a little bit of realism. Wow. You got to go to the airports to go and do this. Single player is taking um, the main priority over online. Uh, so th- again, the shift of uh, single player games being the more prom- what was that? Uh, he's a ten, but he only plays single player games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the game events take place in 2023. So it's kind of funny that they are. Um, I wonder how they're going to change that for when like real event worlds kind of happen 
They'll have to I do know. something because it, if, it, if it's planning on being launched in 2023, which I highly doubt, I don't think we're going to see it for at least two more I years. I can't imagine that. Um, none of the protagonists from GTA 5 will return to GTA 6. Um, GTA 6's AI is heavily improved from past games, which is, we love improvements in video games. We do. Um, this one I thought was kind of interesting. Characters need to sleep in order to avoid suffering consequences because some activities uh, can add too stress real. to your characters. No, this was so real. I was like, um, your action. You know how did you ever play um, Life is Strange where it's like this has consequences? This action has yeah. consequences. That will be in GTA 6 leak, allegedly. Um, and then we have uh, the protagonist can take various uh, drugs to affect their gameplay, oh, which wow. is uh, interesting. Then they also add a drug-addled Tony Price is planned to be a protagonist in the single-player DLC. Raymond, or Ramon, Vice City Vegas member, who is a protagonist of the second single-player DLC. And apparently, Bullworth is in the game, but um, players cannot use weapons at the school, which is okay. Um, I'm glad, happy about I mean, that. I'm glad. I'm glad about yeah. that. You can't go too realistic. We did have a one of our episodes like way back where we talked about, you know, when people games take it too far i'm glad that they have put some boundaries in place and also now health bars are divided into five categories temperature stamina damage hunger and stress wow it's like really survivally it's very survivally and it's also like actions your actions will have consequences i really like that like your character has to go to sleep of what will happen in the night um Um, one of the controversial things uh also was i think they're taking slurs out of this game which people were upset about but i'm just like no. I don't understand what you're upset about. Yeah, no, I they are. And also I read that they have like changed it so that you know how you were talking about the problematic things. They're acknowledging that and trying to um, shift the gameplay. So it's not like, like we'll use slurs for an example. Um, removing that. I don't see why that's bad. Like, yes, it's not. We're, we're, when we're trying to change the reality of the world, we live in quite yeah. a quite a judgment. It's it's a horrible world. Um, so why would we? It's a video game, and if it's yeah. preventing people from playing and it's making people uncomfortable, at the end of the day, they will lose money too. So it's also a business decision. But yeah. I don't see it as a um, a fault for that. No. Um, and then I also wrote some things that people wanted to change. Some wanted level changes include like police can now use tear uh, can use dogs tear gas and other advanced um combat tactics oh that's the, very cool and then they have like different star systems so like at one star the police will try to pull the criminal over it can just lead to a ticket that you can the player can talk out of two stars you get chased police chase the criminal three stars the police chase the criminal and can use deadly force four stars police 100 percent will use deadly force five stars more police <laughs> guaranteed six I don't know what N-O-O-S-E is and FBI get involved, but like that's like high level. Um, And then there's going to be different crime scenes and detectives that um, can ask the player about these crimes. So it's more interrogative. And then if you do end up like murdering somebody in the game, dead bodies can be put in trunks to hide them from the police. Oh, my God. That's Uh, what people want for level changes. I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, it is pretty cool if we're going to go into like, you know, how you talked about realism. Yeah. uh, And now like a, a huge part of like Grand Theft Auto and why it's so freaking popular is GTA roleplay because of mm-hmm. that like realism and that immersive experience. Um, so it is actually the third watched, the third most watched game on Twitch right now uh, with over like 180,000 viewers. Okay. This game is popping. I've not played it. I've seen some of my friends play it, but I wanted to know why is it so popular? Um, 
And I wrote down some reasons and they also tie into like what makes like GTA overall super successful. So first, it's relatively easy to play and you can play however you want. While the games do have um, like the previous games have like a storyline or online, you can in role play be whomever you want. If you just want to be yeah. like a worker at a fast food restaurant, you can do that. Um, so it's popular because it's easy to play. I did not. I did note that it is the biggest game on Twitch. And uh, the third reason and one of the biggest reasons why games like this are so successful, uh, deep character creation. And we did talk about this in our character creation episode. There is so much that you can do with your character and you have to role play like on these servers. You can't go out of character. Uh, They can kick you out of the server. Uh, So it's like a really big thing. You really have to put in a lot of time and energy into thinking about your character. Do you want it to be like like I thought I would be like Dahlia or something. I haven't like created like my character yet, but uh, do I want to play like of the like opposite sex like and have like a different character? Um, so that's cool. And there's so much to it, which is really exciting. Uh, and then realism. So like I said earlier, actions have consequences, especially um, rumored for uh, GTA 6. But in the game, you can actually be put in jail real time. So your character can't do anything. Or like you, if you are injured, you're in the hospital. It's not like, okay, I can just like put a bandaid on and I'm okay. No, you, there's actual consequences to your actions. So my one friend was in jail for three months (laughs) and uh, he only broke out because the, one of the people died and he escaped. So this game is, have you played role play? I didn't even ask if you have. No, I haven't. I've always wanted to though. I've always wanted to as well. I think it'd be a game that would be really fun to play with you. Uh, another reason why it's so popular is that there are plenty of jobs to choose from so you can be you know any you could do like the the street like the crime jobs jobs in quotation like you want to like do a heist a big heist to get money you can do that you want to be you can do that or you can do like a government job but those have an application process so anything that you want to do if you want to work at a store you can do that uh which is kind of interesting it's like the only limitations are the ones you put on yourself exactly Um, and the ones of the server and the ones in the server, um, there is also <laughs> this was listed as why it's so popular, but there's a, a ton of criminal activity. So some people really like that aspect. Yeah. You, know, you can you can sell drugs, you can sell like weapons, but then there's police, there's players who are the police and they catch you you're in jail. And there's there's a lot. So people do like that kind of like more criminal aspect to it. Um, there are also housing opportunities so you can actually have your own house. And like wow. have people come over like this is my place this is my apartment. I played like this rent. So it's like we are living in a simulation, but it is what it is. You can also yeah. mod real life vehicles and then you could steal other people's vehicles. So I watched my friend just like steal someone's car, you know, completely smash it. Run away. You could do whatever. Um, but the next thing that I really wanted to talk about and um, one of the biggest things that I don't really see in other games is that there are organized events. So recently, my wow. friend in their um, role playing server, um, he organized a pride parade. And it was like the first one on that server, which was really cool. And it got people together and like they donated money. But they've had like concerts, comedy shows, um, you know, dance parties. Like you are, you do end up like role playing with these people who then become your friends. And um, if you can, especially over the pandemic, when all of these things were, even now, I mean, the pandemic isn't over. um, Even though things are becoming more accessible and open during that time when everything was closed, I think this would be a really cool way to like still maintain that social life. But it's not you. It's like the character you're role playing. Yeah. And finally, um, new friendship. So the best way to pass time until GTA 6 is released 
is through GTA Roleplay. Um, so, but now I'm like, should I start playing GTA? Because after reading about, after not reading, but hearing what you had to talk about and like seeing other people play it, this game looks like you can do anything. And I really, really like that. So I think yes. I'm... I think I'm going to do that, but I need to I think it would be great. I think it, the important thing is like finding a server that's right for you. Mm-hmm. You have to find one where like the rules and the community and the intention of it is like what you want to get out of it. Cause there's yes. very, so many different kinds. Uh, it's good to find one that is the right fit. I think that's super important. And like, there is that like big streamer, like the really, really big streamer server. Um, some people, some like average Joes, like you and I have gotten onto that server and I spoke to one person who did, and they said that the process to get on was really challenging. Basically, you had to create an in-depth like backstory on your character, and they either approved it or denied it on like your role-playing character to see yeah. if it would fit within the server world. Um, also, something to note is if you're not role-playing, you can get flagged for that, and you can like not like they won't let you on a server anymore. Yeah. So people take it very seriously. Um, yeah, I I'm excited for GTA Six. I'm excited for the female protagonist. I'm excited for the map to be as large as Red Dead Redemption Two. These leaks are quite interesting. I'm excited for the consequences of having to <laughs> consequences of having to sleep when you um, you know do something that is going to haunt you forever. But until then, I guess we'll play GTA RP and yeah. wait for more announcements. We're going to wait for more leaks. Probably Tom is going to tweet about it. Yeah, um, he'll let us know. Yeah. There's a lot. There is quite a lot of leaks, quite a lot of stuff to look forward to. And um, and like you said, once the game is released, they're going to plan the next one. So, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to keep up with it, whether it's for the next next year or three years. Um, I'm excited uh, yeah. to see what's going to happen with this game. There's going to be a lot of like leaks and development. So I'm stoked to hear. It's not going to lose any of their fan base anytime soon. No. Like This game is going is here to stay and it's made such a huge impact in the whole gaming culture. For sure. Um, thanks for hanging out with this week, everyone. It's so fun to dive into this. Um, we, you know, we sort of thought, thought of this topic like offhand with the mm-hmm. um, uh, with the announcement slash leak of GTA Six. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's such such a freaking um, interesting thing to dive into. Um, I'm excited to maybe try a roleplay server. I'm excited to see what else happens. Um, but yeah, so freaking fun. I'm stoked. I'm stoked too. Um, let us know what your thoughts are. What leaks are you excited for do you play gta rp if you do tell us your character name and like how you thought about yeah. that i'd love to or even like send us like a like a photo of your character a picture, see. A picture. send us a picture um but if you aren't already uh follow the podcast give us a review if you do like it follow our socials and until next week keep it easy mode bye everyone <laughs> <laughs>